Today's topic is for all of you college kids out there in the making. You're getting ready for your freshman year and you're heading off. In fact, uh, Tracy, my wife, Kenzie, our daughter, who just went through this a year ago. And so this is fresh in your mind, Kenzie. This probably would be a great conversation for moms and or dads to have in the car. You've loaded up. You're ready to go. You're driving off to wherever you're going to college and you're looking for some good final conversations before you never see your kids again. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I do think it's important to say that in the flurry of activity that goes into getting ready for college is usually around your dorm room, you know, bringing your clothes, the move-in day kind of stuff. And I think there's so much more that as soon as like mom and dad, as soon as you say goodbye, and now you're at your campus by yourself, there's so many other things that you're wrestling with that go beyond just the logistics. So, Ken's, what we wanted you to do today is you've had a year to kind of reflect on college life and who you were a year ago and who you are this year. You have three tips to share with people, and I think these are really important, and I wish we'd had this conversation. I wish we had this podcast last year. This would have been super helpful, I think, for all of us to be better prepared and for Dad and I to know how to better support you. Yeah, so I think it was a year ago today or tomorrow that we were moving in and I remember you guys driving off and it was very it was overwhelming and exciting and scary and just so many emotions and I think the first thing I would say to my younger self is it's not like high school Mm -hmm. it's not like anything you've ever experienced before it's harder to make friends it's harder to find community and it really is up to you in a lot of aspects of your college experience but especially making friends and finding community like it's it's on you to take initiative and go out there and meet people that you want to associate yourself with so I think find clubs and find communities that you can align your values with whether that's religious whether that's a sports team like join Mm -hmm. the intramurals team Mm -hmm. of a sport you played in high school join the debate team join choir join like a school spirit thing. I don't know, just whatever. Find the people that you connect with and you want to be with and put yourself in situations where you can surround yourself with them. In high school, was it easier for you to find community than it was your first year in college? Yeah, absolutely. Because in high school, a lot of those kids, we grew up together. We lived in the same neighborhood. We played for the same sports teams. You see them every day. You have have five classes with all the same kids. You have lunch. It's just kind of forced upon you, and then you go to college, and there's a lot more kids. Like, I go to a huge school of 30,000 people, but it's way easier to get lost in the mix. No longer is it just going to happen, and that's something I realized, and I'm still working on and realizing, is that you, it's scary, but you have to put yourself out there. You have to seek out those opportunities, and the truth is everybody else is kind of lost and wants Mm -hmm. people too, so... I think you just have to kind of swallow your pride a little bit and and know that you're going to have to work a little bit harder. You have to be an initiator. Yes. And Kenzie, one of the other things that you said, too, that you noticed for yourself is that for a lot of kids, they go to college with the expectation of what Hollywood presents it to be, Mm -hmm. that it's like Animal House. It's just a big party. And so that's what college is, partying. How did you learn how to navigate that or how did that affect your ability to find community? Yeah, I think... I wasn't prepared at all, and I think my I left no room for any sort of disappointment. I I just had no thought in my mind that it wasn't going to be 
100% perfect and it wasn't going to go exactly the way I thought it was going to go. Hmm. Um, and, and looking back, that was so like, I can't even believe it, that that's the way I thought, but it is. It made it really hard and really disappointing and gave me a lot of anxiety. Right. So your expectations were college is great. College yeah. is fun. Instant yeah. friends. It's mm -hmm. a big party. College. These are the I always told myself. And I think this was the problem was that high school didn't have to be my glory days. Like high, like high school, you can like it for what it is. But I realized that I was just kind of projecting mm -hmm. what a lot of people said about high school onto college. Mm. So then once I got to college and it wasn't all it was cracked up to be or all I hyped it up to be in my head, then it was kind of like, oh, mm -hmm. what am I doing wrong? So the first tip I heard you say was you need to be an initiator to find community. It's not going to come to you. Yes. The second thing I heard you say is that you had expectations that framed your experience and when your experience didn't measure up to those expectations, mm -hmm. it caused you anxiety. I think, yeah, I think this was the biggest thing that, that I wish I could have known going into it last year, just to leave room for disappointment. It's okay if you don't love everything about it. Like, mm -hmm. I just kind of went in thinking that I would love everything about it and it was going to be the greatest thing of my life. And I got to the dorm room and after even just a few days, I was like, wait a second. I don't like living in mm -hmm. the same room with someone. I don't like sharing a bathroom. I don't like eating the same food every day. I don't like being alone all the time. Like there's a lot of stuff I didn't like. And then I felt like I was failing. Right. And then it kind of just sent me into a spiral. And I think a lot of that could have been avoided if I would have gone in with better expectations set. And this is interesting because maybe parents listen to that part. Because your dad and I didn't think we were setting you up for mixed expectations or we thought we'd talked about a lot of things about college and our own experiences and we certainly didn't know that we were maybe putting a pressure on you that you would feel like you were a failure if you weren't loving everything about college mm -hmm. how how did we put pressure on you or make you feel like there was some level of expectation that we had so Kenzie you better like this because this is the way it's supposed to be how could we have done better in that area uh, we, we would talk about you know kids from my high school that wouldn't that would live at home and go to college or not really get mm -hmm. you know the traditional college experience and I just it wasn't intentional but I would just hear you say that's not a college experience the college experience is moving mm -hmm. out and going down there and you know living in the dorm and blah 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 and then I got there and I hated it. And then I was like, well, I can't do anything about it because this, if I change something, then it's not the college experience. Hmm. Yeah, I'm so, supposed to have this experience. Yeah. I'm supposed to like it. I look around, everyone else seems to be liking it. Yeah. But I'm, but I'm not. Uh huh. And the truth is now I'm going into my sophomore year. Nobody liked it. Mm -hmm. Everybody, hmm. nobody likes living in the dorm. Nobody likes eating dorm food nobody likes any of it but everybody I think it's just a shared like pr societal pressure that we're all like yeah this yeah this is fun yeah this is <laughs> yeah yeah this is what it's supposed to, yeah this is what it's supposed to feel like mm. truth is nobody likes it and it's not it's not it's actually not that all fun. perfect yeah talk about Kenzie one of the main coping mechanisms that you noticed for incoming freshmen especially. Yeah, I mean, a lot of kids turn to partying, turn to alcohol, turn to drugs as a way to escape. Mm -hmm. And that is 
something that my roommate was involved in and something that I realized like, oh, I, f- I don't feel good and everybody else seems to be doing okay. And I realize it's because everybody's living for the weekend and living for when they're intoxicated so they don't have to yeah. be thinking about it So they're it all numb the time. to the reality, yes. yeah. That was something that I knew I didn't want to be a part of, but I definitely think it made it a lot harder, which mm-hmm. then fed even more into my disappointment because I was like, I'm doing the right thing and I'm making the right decision. So why, why do I have to feel right. like this and why everybody am I else right. gets to escape it and have fun? And right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that parents, if you're listening to this, I think this is good. This was good for me. I've learned a lot over the last year that we kind of project our own experiences then on our kids. And so I was projecting my college experience on you where I went away, I lived in the dorm, I lived in a sorority, I did all of that stuff. So I, in my mind, am thinking that's college. Mm -hmm. So I wanted that for you, even though in my heart of hearts, I knew there were pros and cons to what my experience was and things that I wouldn't want you to experience that maybe I did. And so I, though, indirectly was creating pressure on you. And the truth is, like you said, your college experience is your college experience, and you're going to make it what it is. Mm-hmm. So you're, you've been in the process of learning that. If I want to have friendship and community on campus, then I'm going to have to create that for myself. I can't live through the what my parents say college is supposed to be. What do I want college to be for me based on your personality and who you are? This is something I don't feel like I heard enough, but one of the coolest things about college is that it's people from a lot of different areas from a lot of different backgrounds and there's just so it's not like high school anymore where there's 400 kids in your class and that's Mm -hmm. kind of all you have to work with like now there's in my case 33,000 kids and everybody's so different and unique in their own ways and so you can you get to choose who you want to be around and you get to choose your friends right and you get to choose what group you want to be a part of. I think I'd almost felt paralyzed because there were so many, I didn't know what to do. Right. And I wish I would have just let go and said, stop thinking about Mm. what the movies say you should do and just be around the people you want to be around. That's good. Okay, I think it's only fitting and and responsible of us to finish with a tip maybe on academics because that Mm. is, in the end, why you went to college, right? So what would you say to incoming freshmen about what to be prepared for academically, and how how to be smart as a student. I think the biggest adjustment for me was that in high school, I was used to being the smartest one in the room. That was just my identity in high school. Like, I was the smart kid. I was the one that people would go to to ask questions about homework and stuff like that. And then you go to college, and depending on your class, everybody in there is the smartest kid. Everyone was the top performer Mm -hmm. in their high school. Everybody has great ACT scores. Everybody took AP Mm -hmm. classes. And so it was kind of a learning curve for me because I felt like when I didn't get something right away or I felt like other people were getting it and I wasn't, I then internalized that as I was stupid and Mm -hmm. I wasn't smart enough to be there and all these people are smarter than me and I want to give up. Mm. But the truth is academics and grades is... It's so much more than how smart you are. It's like largely how much work you put Mm -hmm. in. And I think that doesn't always translate in high school. Like I think a lot of people can kind of skate by and Mm -hmm. get a a good GPA and not work that hard. And I think 
in college, I realized that the amount of work you put in is directly affected mm. in what comes out. And so as soon as I figured that out, I just had to buckle down and learn how to manage my time and learn how to enjoy studying and mm-hmm. different study techniques. And then I was able to have the outcome that I wanted. One of the things that I love that anyone that you've showed this to that's a college student, share just briefly what you do with your planner at the beginning of each semester. One thing that's really helpful to have in college or in any area of life is discipline. It takes a long time and it's annoying, but every time I get my syllabus, normally the weekend before classes start, I sit down and I put every assignment, every important date, every test, everything into my planner for all my classes so that everything's mapped out and I don't have to worry about it. I don't have to be thinking every day like, oh, is there something due tomorrow Mm -hmm. that I don't know about? It's a pain, but it will pay off. It's easy to procrastinate something like that or not do it because it's not, you don't get a grade for having good time management, but it will help. It has helped me in a lot of ways. Good. Okay. So let's just do one more thing here, Ken's, because let's talk now to Christian students, because I I think this is, you know, that whole conversation we had, uh, people can find that at flextalk.org without the Christian focus. But now I think for our Pursue God students and families, it re- you know, where you want to honor God with your life, I think this is something that really um, you can speak to because mm-hmm. it was hard and you felt like you were kind of swimming upstream a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I think I would just say that this there's a reason for every season in your life. And this, especially freshman year of college, can be such a cool and special time. It's a time where you can really focus and dedicate a lot of time to your relationship with God. Mm. Like there were a lot of times where I felt lonely and I didn't know what to do. So the only thing I knew how to do was read my Bible or turn on worship music. It's going to be hard and you're going to feel alone, but it will do so much in your relationship with Jesus and it will grow you and mature you in ways that a lot of your classmates won't get to experience because they did what everybody else was doing. Mm -hmm. I tried to plug myself into a church and I felt like I was the only freshman. Mm -hmm. And I heard a lot of upperclassmen talking about how they got all the partying out of their system freshman year. So I just kind of assumed Mm -hmm. that that's where all the freshmen were and there weren't any freshmen. But now I've kind of realized that I could have worked harder and I could have put myself out there more. There's no way that I was the only one. And there are people out there. And maybe they just need, maybe they are kind of stuck in that, but it's because they feel like there's nothing else to mm-hmm. do. Maybe you you need to say, hey, how about instead of going to that frat party, let's go bowling mm-hmm. or let's go do something else. Like give alternate options just so you're not isolated. Yeah, I think for you to the first point, part of your community is finding people that are like-minded, that mm-hmm. love Jesus and want to honor him with their life. And so even in that, you don't just show up to church and you are like instantly brought in. Like even in that, you have to work in that community to find connection. And so that's kind of what you've learned and what you're doing now this year is that it, there can be a third option. And the third option is that you can be with a group of kids that want to honor God. Mm -hmm. and aren't off partying, but you have to work to get those kids together. And maybe God wants to use you as the connector for the other kids that are sitting around thinking the same thing you are. Mm -hmm. Because like you said, I'm sure there were other freshmen that weren't partying. You just never found them. And they never found you. Mm -hmm. So Kenzie, final word, what would you say 
to the younger version of you? I would say to stick it out and college doesn't have to be the highlight of your life. It's okay if it's not the greatest thing and it's not what you're telling your kids and your grandkids about. Like it's a, it's actually better to have the attitude that each season I'm going to make that better. I'm going to make that my highlight and just take the pressure off yourself. <laughs>